0: WebmasterRadio.fm would like to thank you for listening to the SEO Rockstars. Whether you're a first-generation SEO or a newbie, you will rock with the best SEOs on the planet when you download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Download every SEO Rockstar show since 2004 right to your phone. For those white hats and black hats jamming and spamming with the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we salute you. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now.
1: Transmitting from webmasterradio.fm world headquarters in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket rocket to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO and give you free expert advice with their weekly site clinic. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO, SEO rock, rock stars. Oh,
2: yeah, that is right. Welcome to the SEO Rockstars this week on this Tuesday, November the 6th, 2012. Folks, it is Election Day in the United States. Uh, I want to welcome you for joining this particular episode of the SEO Rockstars. My name is Darren Mavin, and of course I am joined by my co-host, the Director of Thought Leadership from Rosetta, Chris Boggs. How you doing, buddy? Uh, of course, I'm doing great, my buddy. How are you? I am doing fantastic, my friend. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm still hanging out in Arizona and, um, interesting trends going on today. Today, I think, uh, is, is a fantastic day to talk about some of the trends, uh, that are out there within, you know, both the search and social landscapes, uh, obviously because we can really see uh, a lot of interesting correlations between media, uh, social, and
3: and physical trends occurring online. Um, I mean, before we get started, Chris, did did you go vote? I did vote. I voted this morning in lovely uh, Twinsburg, Ohio, at a uh, converted church. So I didn't start melting as I walked in there to vote, which is a good first sign. <laughs> And there was four lines there, <laughs> Unfortunately, my little line was the littlest of them all, so a lot of other people were waiting in the line. There was a ton of people there, a lot of people there with their kids which uh, were behaving well for the most part. It seemed to be pretty civil. Um, saw some uh, you know some people trying to hand out uh, Republican or Democrat cheat sheets outside and saw a few pollsters there, but uh, was able to use my daughter as sort of a shield from them and just keep walking. <laughs>
2: Oh, nice! <laughs> well, I, I I find it very you? very interesting. You, you know, um, I, I will definitely say that we got the vote out. We absolutely got the vote out. The one thing that that I'm, um, you know, I've, if if you are a friend of mine on Facebook, um, you likely know I am I am for neither of the presidential mm-hmm. candidates. I think both of them blow wind. That is my opinion. I think the country is far worse off, you know, with either one of them at the helm. So I'm voting Libertarian.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Get the 5% out, people. I, the heard 5% out. Barr. I heard Roseanne Barr was on the ballot. I actually didn't read through all 13 of the presidential candidate and their vice president candidate names. But <laughs> I saw something on Facebook that there was a bar and someone else ticket. I don't know if it's legit or not. Maybe someone in the chat room can let us know. Well, um, so what know, about searches, I, I, though? You've been doing some searches. I was I doing a few. Absolutely have. So I tell me a couple, haven't. and I'll tell you a couple.
2: All right. So I think, um, and I've been watching this um, basically by time of day, right? Um, I, I was taking uh, taking a few notes, and I noticed uh, between uh, about ten a.m. and noon here in Arizona. The trends were pretty atypical. Um, I think, as as they were across the country, and uh, the top um, trending search um, with relationship to you know the the elections is voting locations by address. More than twenty thousand queries being done for. Do you want to voting drop voting that link in the chat room? room? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I will. Rasco, I will pass this over to you.
3: Topher in the chat room, by the way, says that uh, Barr is on the ballot in some states. In some states. Interesting. Interesting. And WMR353 says, Hello, folks. Uh, you can type backslash Nick and then a nickname if you'd like to, but you're welcome to remain anonymous.
2: Absolutely. And for those of you who are listening... Come on in, join the chat. We'll, we definitely welcome your opinion. Uh, if you're listening to this uh, at a later date, this is the election day. The you old know, rock stars for Tuesday, November 6, 2012. And um, I, I got to say, there, there's definitely interesting trends in having having both CNN on in the background and occasionally switching it to you know some of the other networks. Obviously, having worked in television for a very, very long time myself, I kind of understand how you know, the producers and what have you work their stories, and a lot of them are watching the other networks, and, oh, they've got coverage of this, how's our coverage looking? So around 10 o'clock here in Arizona, they began to report about provisional ballot problems. At the moment provisional ballots became an issue Pro- provisional ballots took a quick number two uh, position of under voting locations by address with over twenty thousand searches as well kind of uh, kind of interesting because as as things seem to be happening in real time folks the the irony is the the trends tool you can see that happening in real time and you know, I think there's lessons to take away from very large events like this or things that you can actually spot trends on. Mm-hmm. Uh the third the third thing during that time period listed was Democratic Party at ten thousand searches and below that Alexis Ford.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I wanna right. point out real quick uh, the link that we shared was to the Google uh, Trends, but there's a specific category that is highlighted, which is U.S. elections. And I wanted to just exactly. draw your attention, Darren. If you click on the United States, you got a couple different ones up in the top two there, which I find to be uh, interesting. Got really, really in interesting. Top thirty. So, Absolutely. Uh, you know, then you have the Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> Which, how, how Philadelphia Eagles, just, you know, works its way in there. They sucked last um, night, <laughs> as, as they always do, <laughs> by the way. There are any Eagles fans out there. <laughs> but obviously, there's
2: a lot of, um, as you look at, at the U.S. one, uh, obviously, there's a lot of, of poll searches going on.
3: Yeah, so uh, I, I did some I searches, can... and, and the ones that aren't in here, and it's interesting because I didn't go look at the trends. I did just a quick, here's a sample of my searches. Who is winning? And you had a news box. Uh, There happens to be an ABC15.com television station that happened to lead off on their articles with who is winning. And you got no paid search. If you put vote, simply vote in there, you got this cool uh, user information box that Google's generating for voter information. You type in your address where you're registered to vote, and uh, apparently I guess they'll give you, uh, the uh, the address the same uh, functionality works for voting location, uh, voting platforms nothing nothing helpful from either of the candidates not even any local candidates targeting me uh, with paid search information so that I can understand and I even went in and typed candidate platforms now there's a specific site that's on theissues.org that seems to do well and probably would provide me the information but I'm a little bit underwhelmed there. Uh, and then for Obama and Romney, I find nothing for Romney. There is some um, uh, buddy <laughs> bidding for Obama. It says Home Depot founder uh, Ben Colin, and then Dash. So uh, outstanding uh, use of the English language in your in your copywriting there for the title. Uh, Bernie Marcus gets the economy, and then the uh, the description of the ad is Barack Obama does not. Learn more. So, um, interesting, I think, you know, that that's the only paid search ad that I see in any of those terms that I just told told you. Right, right. What do you think about that? You know, I I do find
2: that interesting. Um, You know, I I think when you look at the kind of money that, um, you know, these parties have actually spent out there um, primarily on, on television campaigns, um and and they're in their you know this this is it right they're down to the wire you know i i definitely would wonder about you know purchasing you know ads uh and their effectiveness on election day um, you know, I, I could see a cutoff date, um, you know, and time
3: of like midnight last night, you know, and, and stop your... What if you I'm know, at work today and I want to find out what the platforms are? Or I really have been buried in my head in the sand and, and not on any social media and not watching any news on TV. I haven't heard any ads and I don't even know who's up. I mean, what if I were? Right. I, I, I mean, there's a number of people it, like it, the last-minute Christmas shopper voter, right? Hey, we're yeah, probably giving a high sign, aren't we?
2: Not quite yet. And yeah. um, in, in just a moment, we we can do that. But no, I, I mean, when you look at this, you know, I definitely think that there's there's you know a level of the undecideds out there. But at the same time, you know, if 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 you don't know by now, you know, is 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 an ad, you know, placed in Google. Um, you know, is that going to be your deciding factor? Is seeing an ad on Facebook or somewhere else going to going to help educate you enough? I will say that you know, in doing a bit more digging myself last night um, and kind of watching some of these trends, interestingly enough. Um, one that popped very high yesterday and actually showed up for a few minutes today and has bounced back down to to, to showing uh, yesterday. There was there was over a hundred thousand searches done for Gary Johnson, and I find that to be very very interesting because I I you know I don't remember um, the the type of of support that you know Ross Perot had. Uh, I know it was. I know it was big. Uh, I know Ralph Nader, you know, had had you know his butt handed to him and was persona non grata. You know, after uh, after that election, I am definitely seeing a, an interesting trend in the Libertarian Party: those who are not even libertarians who just want something different? Uh, and I think that's the the, the big you know um, trend that that we're seeing with Gary Johnson searches. You know, here's a former, uh, you know, governor of New Mexico that um, truly, in my opinion, uh, should have the um, probably the closest chance of getting the five percent, based on some of the the trending information I've been seeing and some of the other research and even polls that are out there. So I, I think it's kind of interesting to to see this type of a trend um, because it can truly give you a bit more perspective of things that are influencing really large trends but actually do come into play. So I find that – Chris, what do you think about that?
3: Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was just going off for a second into some political commercial about some French candidate. <laughs> uh, what were you saying? Is this SEO rock stars or French rock stars? <laughs> now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Good point. Um, I think that probably some of the news, uh, it would be interesting to mine some of the news universal search results, uh, to see if there's a, um, uh, You know, trend occurring from the types of news that are coming out, whether they be centrist or or more right or left. um, I I think there's a lot of stuff uh, that it would be very wise. I think it would probably be wise for... Uh, both parties and all parties, you know all the other you know <laughs> I, I call them fringe parties, I guess um, that uh, want to know what people are thinking about and what 's trending and could maybe research that now with real time search, you know what 's being shown right now and, and for the next six hours online at, at Google for these types of search terms is never going to be the same again, right because with this with the real time search built into the algorithm. That's uh, a great thing, but it also makes it very difficult to track. And, and it probably, you know, I think that the point is, is that if you are, if this stuff does interest you and if it's obviously important to you uh, as a job, you better be tracking this stuff and you better be doing exactly what you did, Darren, which is to sort of try to monitor the trends as the day goes by.
2: Exactly, exactly. I just think, uh, folks, if you the takeaway here is if you look at um, you know trends that you spot that are affecting um, you know a, an industry that you're working in or supporting, uh, you know I would highly recommend at digging down a little deeper, going you know going a bit more granular than just the immediate things that you think affect you. Because there's likely going to be something else, you know, um, several different listings in 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 the form of trends that you can look at that would absolutely be beneficial to the thought processes that you're utilizing to make important decisions about your efforts in supporting the industry that you're working in. so I, I, I definitely find validity and drilling down much deeper than just what's on the surface. All right, we, we definitely are getting a bit of a high sign. And folks, uh, as promised, we have, uh, we've got a very special treat. As of today, we are very, very fortunate to be having Bing join us on the program on a regular basis and uh, we're going to get started with Dwayne Forrester talking mm-hmm. about exactly, things that you can do to make your search efforts better. Things that you can do to help increase your visibility in search. And not just at Bing, but these are, are great tips that you can use with all the search engines so folks stay with us when we come back Dwayne Forrester from Bing stay with us folks we'll be right back after this quick break
1: you're listening to the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm
3: oh yeah my day is done time for
0: happy hour you're already done for the day Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn, optimize, connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now.
2: How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? SearchMetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with SearchMetrics.com. That's SearchMetrics.com.
1: Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com.
0: SES Chicago 2012 returns to the Hyatt Regency in Chicago, November 12th to the 16th. Experience three days of breakout sessions, meet the expert roundtables, workshops, on-site training from the ClickZ Academy, and more. Join us for SCS Chicago 2012, November 12th to the 16th. Log on to SESconference.com and register today. That's SESconference.com
1: webmasterradio.fm Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Now let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO Rockstars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm
2: That's right, everybody. I want to welcome you back to this Tuesday, November the 6th, 2012 edition. It is Election Day here in the U.S., so if you haven't voted, you still have time. Get on out there and make your vote count. Uh, all right, folks, for, uh, for our very first um, uh, segment with Dwayne Forrester, we're very, very proud to have Dwayne join us today, um, folks dwayne forrester from bing
0: let's go to the bing webmaster center for another segment of behind bing and hear from the senior product manager of bing webmaster center coined the dean of search engine marketing dwayne forrester
4: Hey everybody, this is Dwayne Forster, and I'm going to talk to you today a little bit about crawling basics, about what it actually takes to get our crawlers from the search engines into your content, consuming that, you know that is the most important step here. I mean, forget about the quality of your content, forget about your usability, forget about all that stuff. If we actually can't find that content, that's the missing link in the whole program. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about crawling, but some things you need to avoid and things you absolutely, you definitely have to touch on. So first and foremost, everyone should know this by now, but XML sitemaps very important that we see these things you got to keep them clean but you got to keep them up to date you have to make sure that if there's something old it's removed you have to make sure that they're in the proper location so we can find them easy you have to make sure that those things are as current as possible we're looking for your latest information and if 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 continually give us old information in your xml sitemap and we find new stuff on your website that hasn't been ported over to that xml document you know what We're actually not going to start. We're just going to stop trusting that XML doc. We'll stop going to it. So make sure you're using those things to their full capacity. Now, another area that people sometimes struggle with, navigational structure. And there's a really easy way around this, right? Now, you have to be careful with JavaScript and Flash and rich media and different types of redirects and things that you might be doing that are really cool things that allow pieces to slide around on the page, AJAX implementations and whatnot. What you do, though, is you work on a topic that's called graceful degradation, if you look up that topic, basically what it's going to say is that you've got a good, clean, easily accessible, down level experience. So the question you have to ask yourself is what happens when somebody shows up that does not have rich media enabled? What does the experience on your website look like to that visitor? Do they just get a message that says, you have to have Flash or JavaScript installed to view this site because that's how our crawler shows up. That's how all of the search engine crawlers show up is with rich media turned off. So you have to be careful and make sure that we can actually get through that navigation to find your content. That's really important. Plus, it also pays dividends for your users. So... You've got to keep an eye on that stuff. Your URL structure. This is a bit old school, and for the most part, folks have got this one, but it really it makes a difference here, right? You want to try to make sure that your sites are relatively flat. You don't want to have somebody clicking five, six, seven, eight times to finally look for the piece of content, finally find that piece of content that they're looking for. You want to avoid that for the human user. You also want to avoid it for the crawler. Because we could find ourselves in a position where we think, you know what, this is just not the best experience for a searcher. We're going to go with another search result. And then we don't end up finding all that content for you. A couple of other quick hits on this too. Uh, a lot of people we use in the Robot TXT, uh, they'll use a crawl delay, for example. And in that crawl delay, they'll say, hey, you know, um, we want to uh, actually have uh, you not here for a certain period of time. It's generally in seconds, um, but a recent one we came across was a website was complaining, asking us, hey, you know what? You don't crawl all of our content. You don't index all of our content. What's the problem? Why aren't you doing this? And they had their crawl delay set to 120 seconds, two minutes. So that meant we could only make one call to their servers every two minutes to request content. We would never be able to get all of their millions of pages of content. It would take us years to crawl everything once. Really, it's not tenable. We can't do it. So you have to be careful with those things. You need to break out your robot txt file and be very clear what applies to Bingbot, what applies to Googlebot, what applies to everything else. You have to watch that stuff. I was recently in New York, met with a whole bunch of startups there, all kinds of exciting stuff going on, um, and uh, 50% of them in the room. I met with 23 startups in one day, and 50% of those companies all looked at me and said the exact same thing. And they said, Dwayne, we noticed that Google indexes everything from our site. They have hundreds of thousands of pages. Bing doesn't have... uh, They only have a fraction of that, not even close to half of that. Why isn't Bing taking more of our content? The first thing I did was went and looked at the Robot.txt file, and the first thing I noticed was they're blocking all of the crawlers because their dev, it's a startup, they're brand new. Their dev puts the Robot.txt out and says, block everything, we don't want anything crawling us. That's fine if you're brand new. Problem is that some crawlers will just go right through it and take all your content anyhow. Other crawlers like Bingbot respect that robot.txt directive. They're not going to punch through and take everything from you because you're giving us a clear signal to not take that action. The problem that you can run into though, and two of these companies ran into, was they were actually storing personal information about their employees on their web server. To them, it was a very easy to work with scenario, wasn't problematic in any way, and it made it very handy to get to that information they needed at that stage of their company's growth. Well, year on, we were finding that content inside the index at a major search engine. And I can tell you, it wasn't happening at Bing. So now that company has a legitimate problem. They have to get that content out of that index. It's personally identifiable information. So you have to be very careful how you structure Robot TXT. In fact... If you're new to Robot TXT and you do not have a firm handle on Robot TXT, what it is capable of doing, how to set it up properly, and how to maintain it, skip it. Don't put it in wrong. You can inadvertently harm your ability to get indexed and thus ranked in the search engines, you could be causing yourself a problem that 's very simple and very small but has long term ramifications so if you don 't understand robot txt, you make sure you understand it before you implement that file and Those of you who do understand robot txt make absolutely certain every single time that you guys are doing anything on your website and somebody is pushing out new content, you double check your robot txt in real time to see what it 's saying i 've seen firsthand in my own history as an SEO where businesses will push these things out and suddenly go from all kinds of traffic to no traffic and wonder what happened. And again, it's just a simple file being pushed out, a robot TXT that says, star, whack, block everyone. The minute you do that, the crawlers back away. So you want to make sure you stay on top of those things. So as far as crawlability goes, it's one of the fundamental areas you have to focus on, gang. You really have to pay attention to it. It's not something you can take shortcuts on, right? I've mentioned XML sitemaps. I've mentioned your navigation structure. You know, talk just a little bit about rich media cautions, so I'll add a little more on that one right now. Make sure you don't put content inside rich media. Don't be sticking it inside JavaScript modules. Don't be sticking it inside AJAX. Don't be sticking it inside Flash or Silverlight and hoping that we will be able to crawl inside those structures and extract that content. Technically, we can do it, Realistically, do not rely on that. Make sure we see your actual content because if your competitor makes it easier for us to find content that answers a searcher's query, we're as likely to go with them as we are with you. So, give yourself that added that added bonus. Make sure that content resides outside of Rich Media. If you have questions about this or you want to get in touch with us, hey, maybe you've even got suggestions on other topics you want us to cover. Make sure you reach out to us, all right? I'm super easy to track down. Just head on over to Facebook.com, whack SEO Rockstars. Pop up a message in there, maybe put a subject on it, question for Dwayne. The guys at SEO Rockstars will make sure that I'm brought into the loop, and we'll get those questions answered for you. Thanks for your time, gang.
1: You're listening to the S.E.O. Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world, Majestic S.E.O. to use your time and let majestic wield its mighty sword majesticseo.com it's good to be king
0: I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition.
4: To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports.
0: eBrands.
4: Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators.
0: eBrands.
4: Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators.
0: eBrands.
1: Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7. Now let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on (laughs) WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: That's right, everybody. We want to welcome you back to our final segment this Tuesday, November the 6th, 2012. Of course, it is election day and, uh, we're very, very happy that if you're listening to this live, you have, uh, taken the time out of a definitely busy and important day to, to join us. Uh, of course, my name is Darren Babin, uh, and I'm joined by my co-host, the director of thought leadership from Rosetta, Chris Boggs. Chris, Well, what did you think of our first segment with Dwayne? I
3: thought it was awesome. You know, it's funny because I was having a bit of a deja vu. Um, At SCS San Francisco this past summer, uh, 2012, um, I spoke on the SEO diagnostics for the skilled search mechanic panel, which ended up being really one of our top-rated panels, and I was pretty excited. And it was me and and Dwayne. And uh, I focused in on the less technical side of the diagnostics, and I talked about proactive and reactive types of diagnostics. And I actually am having, I'm doing this updated presentation in Chicago next week. and But unfortunately, I'll be missing uh, Dwayne, who was my compatriot in San Fran. But he did a, such a great job at really, you know, Pulling the audience into the importance of the exact topics that he just talked about. And he was non-salesy of the Bing platform, although – uh, and I'm sure he will never be salesy of it. But he really did bring to light for me some very interesting um, – tool features that's available within webmaster tools at bing uh, that aren't available at google i'm not going to say any more so you know just check it out and uh and obviously Dwayne, you know i've served i used to serve on the board of directors with him on Sempo. well he used to serve i'm still on the board but uh he was one of our Uh, great board members. He led the in-house committee, or as I jokingly always, uh, told him, the in-house committee, as he pronounced it. And, uh, as, as I put in the chat room, it's Java, not Java. Uh, so, you know, we, we had good fun, and Dwayne's a really sharp guy. Uh, Bing does, you know, does very well by him. Absolutely, and
2: um, I, I think uh, you know not only us. Uh, I think all of our listeners um, should be very, very fortunate um, to have um, being have such a vocal, um, you know, person such as Dwayne out there on the front lines and uh, allowing him the opportunity to come and get on the air with us on a regular basis as well. So uh we're very very fortunate and uh very appreciative of uh of his time and of course for the insight because uh as those of you just heard you know a lot of what you're hearing is is not only is it you know applicable to bing um but it you know this is information that is most definitely applicable in your everyday search optimization you know, chores, the things that you do as you continue to grow your site, continue to dev stuff, you know, make sure that you know what you're doing with your robots.txt. This is some really good information, folks. So we want to encourage you to stay tuned into the SEO Rockstars. Listen to us every week as uh, as we get into this new series with Dwayne. Uh, and as he said, if you have questions directly for him, you can head on over to Facebook. Dot com forward slash SEO rockstars and uh, we will definitely make sure that Dwayne is in the loop and you get the answers that you need for your questions now I think that, uh, that brings us down to the bottom of our, our half hour here and uh, I gotta say Chris I'm, you know, I'm on pins and needles man there's a number of, uh, of, of different uh, initiatives and measures that I'm watching in numerous other states very excited to see how, uh, how things turn out um, so folks I, I will encourage you once again uh, on the east coast it is nearing uh, a quarter to five so you've got uh, you know, two to three more hours left depending upon where you're at to get on out there and go make your vote count for those of you who are undecided make your vote count vote Gary Johnson
3: did I just say that <laughs> anyway Chris any final words my friend Hey it's been great, and uh, I echo the sentiment. Let's get out there and write the vote and uh, keep an eye on what's going on if you're uh, you know you want to learn more and more about real time SEO, these are the kind of events that really can help drive uh, some some insights and and you know watching some of the results as they're changing dynamically over the course of the day for some of these really competitive keywords and also keeping an eye out to see if there's people that are going to start to take advantage uh, as we get later in the day to maybe sell T-shirts related to a winning uh, party or so forth. Uh, Lots of stuff to learn out there, so uh, keep that in mind, and uh, rock the vote and rock the uh, Internet marketing going on with it.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Folks, that is going to do it for another edition of the SEO Rockstars right here on Election Day. If, uh, if you want to follow us socially, make sure you head on over to facebook.com forward slash SEO Rockstars or Twitter.com slash SEO Rockstars. Uh, and uh, you can stay tuned with what's going on right here on the show. Folks, we'll see you right here next week for another edition right here on Webmaster Radio. Have a great weekend, and remember, folks, rock the vote.